Hello and welcome back to Insight and Impact. I'm Matt McGillicuddy, Head of Brand at Infinity, and with me today is Jen Gaskell, one of the amazing analysts from our Insights and Intelligence team. Hey Jen. Hi Matt. Okay, so today we are going to be diving into how conversation analytics can be used to help um, contact centre leaders realise that the, the dream that many of them have of building a um, team of top performers. Um, one that's capable of closing more sales and hitting targets faster and giving the top line a healthy boost. Um, now, it's no secret that the key to getting good at anything is practice and making sure that um, practice is underpinned by quality and structured coaching. So, Jen, I'm assuming the example that you've got for us today um, is something that's training related? Uh, yes, it is. Um, it's actually funny you should say that because the data I want to share today shows how assumptions can be the downfall of conversion rates. There we go. I mean, that was a, clearly a good setup for me then, wasn't it? So um, that all sounds very interesting. Do you want to tell us some more? Okay. So what you've got to bear in mind with this example is there's a big difference between what agents should be doing and what they do do. And that's why it's critical that contact centre and sales leaders have a way of monitoring all calls that go into the, in and out of their business and why they don't just rely on call sampling. On that note, I think this is really important to, to shout out. This is something that shocks me every time I read it. But um, according to Contact Centre Helper, manually sampling only covers around six calls per agent per month. So that's the average. And that doesn't really show leaders what's, what's happening inside the contact centre. If we, if we think about it, that's a, a tiny sliver of the truth um, and nowhere near enough intel to be making any significant or uh, really just an informed decision with. Isn't it just? But that's why we have conversation analytics. And there's something else to consider before we dive into this. The other thing to remember is that conversions can't happen, or at least they stand a much slimmer chance of happening, if agents don't ask the question. That sounds very interesting. Go on, you're going to have to divulge a little bit more of that, Jen. Okay, here's the data. As you can see, this shows a granular view of agent performance across one of our clients' contact centres. This report specifically looks at sales progression on calls and specifically identifies how many opportunities to progress a sale were being missed by each individual agent. Interesting. So how are we able to surface this? So we set up a tailored keyword group designed um, with particular language, that indicated whether an agent asked for a sale. This can be either directly or indirectly, using words and phrases that were relevant for this particular client's business. As you can see, on a significant percentage of calls, we couldn't identify language that indicated an agent asked for the sale. Of these calls, only 27 converted. That's a 23% conversion rate. Following? Yeah. But on 139 of the calls, agents did ask for the sale. And those calls led to 61 sales, which is a conversion rate of 45%, an increase of 22%. That's a huge difference. I know. And the most interesting thing here is that the client was under the impression that agents were consistently asking for sales. Wow. So obviously that was an instruction that was given during training to make sure that agents were um, identifying opportunities to close and, and ask for that, that close. And um, I mean, clearly that, that's a, 
a huge difference, 22% of the opportunities essentially. I mean, clearly his um, agents weren't simply asking for a sale. Yep. With this information, the client was able to pinpoint which agents needed the most training and support. They were keen to find out why agents weren't asking for sales so they could provide specific coaching to overcome whatever hurdle was in the way and unlock those extra conversions that were being left on the table. We also created them a test bed, so they had an ability to see how experimenting with different phrases and tactics would impact conversion. In other words, whether the solutions they were putting in place were having the desired effect. Essentially, we gave them the ability to test and learn at the most granular level so they could make changes with confidence and create improvements at pace. Now that's super useful. Um, let's just flip that on its head for a minute. So I guess the other thing to point out here is as well as being able to surface which team members um, maybe need a little bit more support and a little bit more guidance to boost those confidence levels and get them um, asking for, for, for the, the sale, um, this um, test bed that you, you created will help identify the, the top performers in the team um, and who's doing this really well. So. Um, the, the leaders will be able to pinpoint um, the, the traits and the tactics that are helping um, the high flyers in the team fly so high. So that can be then then shared across the, the, the other members of the team. Absolutely. And being able to get that insight and unbiased feedback on what's working well can make a huge difference to the quality of training and coaching you can provide. Yeah, and I, I mean, that's a, a, a huge challenge for a lot of contact sensor team, doesn't it? Because, um, you know, we, we read the, the stats all the time, you know, 58% of agents don't feel like they're getting the um, support that they, they need through the, the coaching and the training that's on offer to perform as well as they, they believe they could in their, their roles. So, um, you know, that, that's not a criticism of, of any um, leadership teams at all. It's just, it comes down to the simple fact that without this sort of granular intel, training programs are always going to be quite one size fits all and, and driven by generic tips and advice rather than very specific pointers that can can help um, improve um, uh, specific skills to help mm-hmm. uh, have, a, have an impact on things like conversion rates. Exactly. With this sort of insight, you can see how well each team member is doing and build a complete picture on performance within your contact centre. See which tactics work best, plug skills gaps, so you've got a full team of top performing agents that are firing on every cylinder. Well, there you have it. Um, so the key to improving performance um, is to get a handle on what's really happening in your contact centre. I think that's the first step, isn't it, Jen? Yeah. Um, and make sure that when you're you're getting that view, we're, 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 we're drilling deep and we're getting the most granular um granular view that we can um, so all of that information can be used to provide much more tailored and structured coaching so um, having a solution in place that helps you do that and test and learn is uh, is an absolute must um, as always um, thank you for tuning in um, we hope you found that information useful if you do have any questions after listening remember to get in touch and let us know um, and if you would like to, to speak to us or, or, or Jen and the team about how we can um, help um, you get a handle on what's happening in your contact centre and improve um, coaching programmes, um, let's start a conversation. Uh, see you next time.